Brew Strong is brought to you by Blickman Engineering, home of the top-tier brewing stand. Visit them online at BlickmanEngineering.com. Time for the beer radio you've been looking for. This is the show that dispels myths, tackles the toughest topics, and makes no apologies for geeking out on beer. Hosted by two guys that drink before they think, Jamil Zainashev and John Palmer. This is Brew Strong. Hey, howdy, hey, my brewing brothers and sisters. Greetings, greetings. I love how the intro guy says Palmer like Palm Her. Yeah. <laughs> Palm Her. I like Palmer. how he says it too. It's, it's, it, make, it makes it sound important. Yeah. Makes it sound kinky. It's always important to Palm Her. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of kinky, our fine sponsor, Blickman Engineering. Yep. Putting the kink in your brew day. The kinky Take, well, in your brew day. Taking the kinks out of your brew day. Taking yeah. the kinks out of your brew day. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I still like innovate your homebrew, but he yeah. still hasn't paid me for it, so he can't right, use it. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, they, uh, well, they, you know, just <laughs> next time you see him, he'll hold a beer gun to your head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Try to fill my brains. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a that's gonna take more than a beer gun. It's gonna take like kind of <laughs> as good as that product is. <laughs> it's like, you know. You need some serious flow to fill that thing. Well, one, you have a giant noggin. Two, it's empty. Yeah. Well, we'll have to hook up the tower power to it. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Get some you programming know, in that thing. I'm I, I, honestly, you know, at this point, I'm not doing a whole lot of other home brewing. Right. But I can't wait to see what's going to come out from uh, Blickman Engineering at the next homebrewers conference. Yeah. Now, I don't know that they'll have anything or not, but uh um, probably will. I'm just like uh, I I got to see it. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, I'm sure I'm, you're not uh, the only one either. Yeah, I, I yeah. cuz every, every just about every year they come out with something that I'm just like, "Oh, wow. That's totally cool." Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely unexpected. I didn't know that they would uh, you know, come up with that or, you yeah. know. Hadn't thought of doing that, but Yeah. Yeah, and it's you know it's it's the the greatest inventions in mankind I think are always the things where it's unexpected you wouldn't have thought it here's like oh you know I I didn't you know we've had uh, you know counter pressure filling of beer for you know uh, a long time years yes and it's pretty much been the same thing and you're like well well how's how's somebody going to change it how's it going to get better it's going to be you know it's that's the way it's done. And it says fine. And, uh, you know, I don't see any reason to change it. Right? Right, right. And then they come out with a beer gun. Mm-hmm. And then you're it's like... It's a better mousetrap. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Wow. That is really good. Yeah. That is better. There is a better way to do it. Oh, my God. You've taken something and completely rethought it and and reinvented it. Right. right. How very cool. Yeah. Those, How, that's those- a, Counter, counterflow plate chillers. I mean, how innovative! It's yeah. the, it's the kind of things that that they do there, and uh, and it's and it's like doing it to a different level, like the Tower of Power. Uh, I was talking to to John Blickman about um, 
you know the kind of sensors that they use in there you know the precision that they're that they're looking for and uh you know uh, the, the programming and logic of that you know you're going to get a, a, a far better control over that than you will mm-hmm. if you just slap together some uh uh you know uh, some ranko controllers johnson controllers and some uh uh you know yeah, on your off own off the shelf they're mystery yeah, yeah. It's it's just not going to be the anywhere near the same. You're talking, you know, a whole another level of sophistication and quality and control. Yeah. Uh, by doing something like the tower. Apparently. Yeah. From some from someone that understands, you know, from an engineering point of view, right. how these it's a bunch things of engineering work. geeks there. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh you know it makes a big difference in the in the in the output of the accuracy of the output you get from that mm-hmm. piece of equipment. Mm-hmm. Garbage in, garbage out. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what case. Justin's home brings all that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, anyways, check check our uh, fine sponsor out, Blickman Engineering, at BlickmanEngineering.com. Blickman with two N's. Uh, send John a, an email and just say, hey, you know, thanks thanks for sponsoring the show. I appreciate you picking up the tabs so I don't have to. He enjoys uh, reading those, shows. believe me. He loves it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, do us a favor. Send him a, an email. He's a nice guy. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, he's. I, I think he he looks at it as you know maybe a, a break even at best, <laughs> but uh, you know I think he he appreciates it. He, oh, likes he, he really the, does. He's he likes us, yeah. he likes the community aspect of it. So mm-hmm. uh, l- let him know that you appreciate he's part of the community and, and send him an email and, and and tell him thanks. All right, so we've been doing our progasm now for uh, the last forty eight shows, and uh, we got another one here. We're going to talk about marketing and yeah, marketing, uh, sales. Building your brand, right? Building your brand, marketing, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, that's what uh, uh, good marketing, like innovating your homebrew for that's right. engineering. I think that was uh, that's that's brilliant, brilliant little bit of marketing. Yeah, I mean, it really, really. captures the spirit of Blickman Engineering. I'm JP? a marketing genius. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that. I, I would, you, but uh, even a blind pig finds a truffle every now and then. Uh, <laughs> I got your truffle. Or like right. Adam and Eve got dot com, right. <clears throat> right. sticking Jamil on top of that. I mean, that was genius. Right. Right. Absolute genius. Uh, so uh, you know, it's things like that where you know the thing I like about innovating your homebrew for Blickman Engineering is it's not offensive. It's not you know telling somebody to go buy something it's not uh you know insulting their intelligence it's it's describing what they do in a nice way that really communicates to the mm-hmm. consumer yep here's what we're about here's what we do if you choose to you know purchase from us or work with us that's what you're going to get right that's the bottom line you know in in just a, a couple of words I think that's great. And I think, you know, the same thing needs to happen with, um, you know, craft beer. Uh, you know, a lot of times we go, oh, you know, uh, here's here's the bash on, uh, you, you hear this all the time. At least I've heard it, you know, multiple yeah, times yeah. on Stone for Arrogant Fast. Oh, it's all marketing. You know, <laughs> doesn't matter that's a great beer. It's, oh, no, that's a shitty beer. That's a, they, they just are successful because of their marketing. It's like, well, yeah, yeah. People are dumb as a post that think right. that marketing is all that it takes. You know, uh, it's the same thing uh, in Hazard Bush. Well, they have all that marketing. They spend all that money on the marketing or cores or whatever. No. Uh, you know, marketing, marketing helps, right? right? Marketing is the way that you get somebody to try your beer 
and you know to experience it and yeah. to link with the experience and 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 the kind of experience they have yeah marketing is very important on that yeah now you could make the best beer in the world and without any sort of marketing without any sort of way to get people to try that beer mm-hmm. and to think about that beer you're probably going to go out of business right because marketing is the distribution of the message it's not the message itself right right and and it's also um you know and, and you can have the greatest marketing in the world right but if the beer isn't good at least good you're not going to do well right so uh you can go ahead and market some stuff and get people to try it and to buy into it it's going to be very short-lived it's going to be like eh, yeah i was kind of keen on that message today i'm not keen on that message tomorrow they'll drop it but if they if they you know try your product and it happens to be really good and they enjoy it and they go wow it's a really nice experience mm-hmm. then they'll repeat and right. that's what you're looking for so marketing isn't necessarily a bad word or a bad message i know uh back in the day sierra nevada was uh, i was there and they told me that they don't do any marketing any marketing whatsoever oh yeah right i remember that Right, and I guess they don't, but they have their own kind of marketing in a way. I mean, if you go to events, if you have branding. So, you know, sometimes people equate marketing with television commercials. Right. Equate marketing with uh, glossy ads and things like that. Uh, I heard somebody... uh, uh, Oh, um, Anchorage Brewing, the guy was saying, I was listening to that show today, the, the Sunday session from uh, last Sunday. He was saying, oh, we, we, don't, we haven't spent a penny on advertising. Right. It's like, yeah, most small craft brewers never do. Right. Or they shouldn't. You Can't know? afford to. Really. Right. It, it doesn't generate any any results, I think. You know, you participate in events. Yeah. You, you know, you develop your logo. You develop, you know, your brand, your brand image, things like that. That's the kind of marketing, uh, you know, we're really referring to. You know, television ads, Super Bowl ads, right. um, things like that. No, no. Yeah. That's, These that's, days, a lot of marketing is social media. Social media, exactly. I think, you know, engaging your your customer yeah. is a critical part of it. And if you can properly engage your customer to understand your story, understand what you're about, that's the kind of marketing that is successful, the kind of marketing that sticks, the kind of marketing that uh, right. gets people interested in your product and understanding your product and your message. Right. And that's a, a big part of uh, tasting the beer. Uh, let's do this. Let's take a short break. When we come back, uh, I want to get into a, a bit more of that and uh, uh, tell a story from from uh, my the event trenches. experience. Yes, from the trenches. Uh, back after this. Tonight is the night. We bring the creature to life, Dr. Blitzenstein? Yes, J.P. Gore. Everything is perfect for my next fermented creation. My daughter, the storm is too far away. We'll never have enough power to isomerize the creature's alpha <laughs> Yes, J.P. Gore, we will. For I have in my possession the Tower of Power! 
Glickman's new Tower of Power is the evolution of automation. Control hot liquor, sparge, and mash temps like a pro. The Tower of Power is a high-quality gas-fired rim system that works with your current brewing setup. With ultra-precision, the tower can hold your mash to one-half of a degree Fahrenheit. Precision and repeatability. The Tower of Power is the answer to automatic, fast ramp times. See more at BlickmanEngineering.com. Bring your next creation to life with the Tower of Power. Dr. Blickman, with the Tower of Power, you can probably give me an afternoon at the pub to enjoy a pint. Don't be silly, JP. We have beer to brew. What'd you get? More brewing ingredients? Yep. You know what I love about Brewmaster's Warehouse? The $6.99 shipping. Well, yeah, but... Oh, the in-store classes for beginning brewers. Yeah, that's cool, but... Oh, oh, the brew builder. Creating and saving your recipes online is... Awesome! No, I'm... Yes, but... The cheese-making supplies. No. Oh, the wine-making supplies. Oh, the distilling equipment and liquor flavorings. All that stuff is awesome, yes, but what I really love is that the guy who runs it is totally hot. And, and that brew builder software is awesome. Oh, yeah. Brewmaster's Warehouse brings you flat rate shipping on great equipment and ingredients to make beer, wine, cheese, and spirits at brewmasterswarehouse.com. And if you're in Georgia, stop by Brewmaster's Warehouse Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6. Visit brewmasterswarehouse.com today because it's totally hot. Oh, yeah. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanishev, and I want to tell you about Heretic Evil Twin. You might be familiar with my homebrew recipe, which uses massive late hopping to create a balance between the malty sweet and the hoppy bitter, along with an outrageous malt and hop character. I wanted a beer with the same bold hop and malt character, so we played around with the homebrew recipe until we were able to make a great commercial version, too. We've created a beer rich in malt character, full of caramel, toast, biscuit, and an ever-so-subtle roast note. On top of that, we piled in an insane amount of citra and Columbus hops at the end of the boil, as well as in dry hopping. This damn-the-cost approach to hopping gives Heretic's Evil Twin a great blast of citrus and tropical fruit that can't be matched by any other hop. The result is a bold, malty, hoppy, but easy-drinking beer. This is our top seller, our flagship beer, and I couldn't be prouder of it. Cheers. To find Heretic Beers near you, click on Find Some at hereticbrewing.com. Are you a member of the American Homebrewers Association? Well, you should be. Members of the AHA can focus on brewing beer, and the AHA takes care of the rest. The American Homebrewers Association advocates on behalf of homebrewers like you to legalize the hobby in all 50 states and make sure that beer laws make sense. Plus, there are many great benefits that come with your AHA membership, like pub discounts that give you awesome deals at bars, restaurants, breweries, and more. Zymergy Magazine and eZymergy. For tons of articles, how-tos, easy-to-follow recipes, and news about the hobby you love. And access to the members-only content on homebrewersassociation.org. But the AHA can't do it without your support. Join today so the American Homebrewers Association can keep fighting for your homebrewing rights. Visit homebrewersassociation.org or join right now from the homepage of the Brewing Network website. Relax. Don't worry. It's the American Homebrewers Association. 
Have you ever dreamed of taking a beer tour through Belgium or Germany, but weren't sure how to even start? Or were afraid of missing the best places and events? Or maybe you just wish you had a local insider to take you around? Well, there's only one American tour company featured in the Good Beer Guide to Belgium, Belgian Beer Me. Your personal beer tour guide of Belgium and Germany is ready to go at BelgianBeerMe.com and at BambergBeerMe.com. Founder Stu Stewart personally leads eight tours a year to Belgium and Germany, visiting the finest breweries, beer cafes, abbeys, and festivals, stocking stuffers, birthday presents, and the best honeymoon ever. Couples or individuals love Belgian Beer Me beer tours. Your life is now. Sign up for a beer tour today at Belgian Beer Me or BambergBeerMe.com because all that beer is not going to drink itself. Like both Belgian Beer Me and Bamberg Beer Me on Facebook to follow current and upcoming tours. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. Morebeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. Morebeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to morebeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, more beer social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of the buzz, the forum, the learning center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. Back to the two guys that know how to turn beer into beer. This is Brew Strong. All right, we're back. We're talking about uh, building, marketing your uh, beer, brewery, your beer. Yeah, building a brand, building a brand. Yeah, you know. uh, it's important to have, uh, you know, a, a personality or a, you know, kind of a feel for your brewery, and it's it's whatever you choose to do. You know, branding is, you know, before you start your brewery, you should have some idea, and it may morph and change over time, but you should have some idea. This is what I want to do. Right. Here's the message I want to send. Here's why my beer is a valid, you know, entry into the craft beer world. There's a lot of great craft beer out there already. Right, right. You know, what's the story you bring? It's like, well, you know, uh, I have no arms or legs, and (laughs) and it's, you know, it's brewed by, you know, mind control. Mm -hmm. That's actually would be really cool, you know. Okay, I'd like to taste that beer. Uh, It's... uh, you know, it's brewed with you know. There's people with the organic thing, and it, you know, it's it's brewed with all. I I got a buddy, um, uh, uh, um, Blaine, and he does uh, Cali Craft, and his thing was I want all to be you know uh, make a beer with local ingredients, all California ingredients. So he gets California malt and California hops, and he makes wow. his Kolsch, right? And uh, it's all you know California ingredients, and that's kind of you know. His, yeah, his passion about that, right. and he feels that you know it's an important story and an important message. And I, and I, you know, it's like, yeah, 
oh, I'd like to taste that. Sure. You know, versus, oh, you know, it's a Kolsch made with uh, you know, some Pilsner malt from Germany, some, and I use some uh, wheat malt from uh, Canada, and uh, the hops, uh, they come from Oregon. Be like, uh, okay. Yeah, cool. so tell me yeah. what why should I like this beer. Yeah. Right. You know, now, you- it could be because... Well, you know, we brew it in an old farmhouse or we, you know, we're all, you mm-hmm. know, my grandfather was brewmaster at, yeah, you know, in, in Cologne speak. and, yeah. you know, he told me these stories and I'm brewing it the same way that he told me he brewed it back, you know, in the day. Right. Ah, great story. I'd like to taste that. Right. You know? Uh, you know, and, and the same thing with the, you know, the, the this California-based uh, Kolsch. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'd like to taste that. You know, mm-hmm. it's a story. It's like, you know, if if there's just a bunch of Kolsch's on the shelf, why would taste one of the yeah. versus the other? But with that story, all of a sudden, yeah, okay, yeah, I'd like I'd like to taste that. Right? right you you right. see what I'm saying? And it it just depends on what that story is, and it shouldn't be a fake story. It should be something you believe in because I think. When you have branding that you believe in, and it's a story that you you really have a passion for, right? Other people will find that passion; they'll find it rings true. Right? They'll believe in it. They'll be interested in it. They'll want to try it. Right? And then if it turns out to be a, a really good beer, they'll want to drink more of it. Like you know, and they'll tell friends and like you know, there's this beer. Uh, this guy was, uh, you know, his grandfather brewed in Cologne, and you know he really knew Kolsch, and he's passed the the wisdom down to this guy, and he does it the same way, and yeah. you know it's really a great Kolsch. You'll you'll gain customers just from that story. Right. It's like wow, this guy, you know, he's passionate about California. He loves California. He loves you know he wanted to make a beer uniquely Californian. Oh, mm-hmm. that's this Kolsch. You want right. to try this Kolsch. And you know the story will translate to other people. Yeah, there's got to be some hook that keeps that gets people mm-hmm. interested in your brand, right? A reason to try it. Right. It's not, you know, it's not going to make up for bad beer. Right. It's, it's a reason for somebody to try it over trying something else. It's a story that resonates. Uh, you know, it's branding. It's it's you know colors and logo and things like that. And you got to have something that looks decent. It it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be um, you know some million dollar you know logo design. I yeah we got our logo stuff done from a great guy for like you know eighty nine ninety nine bucks. He doesn't do it anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, you know I'm, I'm real real pleased with that. It, it yeah. kind of has that you know edge that we wanted. Right. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's. it's what I, I agree with you. Whatever whatever the, your message is, you want to make sure you communicate that to your to your customers and to your distributors. Um, you know, to everybody that you are trying to sell your beer to. Mm-hmm. Your your brand should engage the consumer. Right. So you you come up with a brand, a brand name, uh, you know, a concept, uh, a personality, and then you use that to engage the consumer it's like here's our story mm-hmm. and like you were saying earlier social media is a big part of craft beer right. marketing today and you know if you can't communicate to the consumer what your story is and that story doesn't resonate with the consumer i think you're kind of you know you're gonna have a tough time of it right but if you come up with a story that really does resonate with it and then again it's going to resonate with the consumer if you believe in it and it's you know it's true 
yeah. you know, they're, they're, um, and people complain about, you know, the macro brewer, the, you know, they'll come up with a, a brand name that, you know, and a brand concept and push the heck out of that. Right. And, you know, they're, re- they can be really good at it, but it's, it's fake sometimes. And, mm-hmm. and people, you know, the craft beer consumer, I think, is, can be pretty darn smart and will, will find those things out. And they'll fail, or they won't really catch on with. And, and I think that's right. one of the reasons they have trouble with that, trying to come up with those things on their own, and, and why they end up buying a lot of craft yeah. breweries because, you know, when they they make it in a marketing meeting, it's not as true as right. when some some individual person uh, goes about. Uh, coming up with an idea and you know it's something they're passionate about and the reason why they do this in the first place yeah it's like okay that's you know that's true and it rings true and it and it and it you know it uh really the consumer feels that passion yeah i mean i i think it was back to the growth of the craft beer in the mid 90s you know you'd go into the grocery store mm-hmm. and all of a sudden there were so many craft more craft beer brands on the shelves and you'd pick up a six pack and it had, you know, a nice looking carton, nice looking labels. Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, as a discriminating beer drinker, I'm thinking, why would I try this pale ale over that one? And you look at the carton and all you see is, you know, very basic um, you know, information. You know, nothing about the brewery, mm-hmm. nothing about the beer. Um, simply right. says, you know, brewed by da 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 Utica, mm-hmm. New York, or mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's something where it's very generic. Mm-hmm. There, you know, there's no reason for me to believe that that beer is better than the one next to it. Right. Uh, whereas if you pick up a carton that has, you know, hey, we're you know we're a small brewery and you know in Ukiah and we have mm-hmm. you know we've we wanted to put together a beer that tasted like this. I mean, all of a sudden right. now you're engaged. Right. And you're and you're willing to try mm-hmm. it. Uh whether you know whether you continue to drink that beer is gonna be a matter of, you know, how how well they succeeded in mm-hmm. in uh crafting that beer. But um it yeah, it's definitely important to be able to come up with some some story, some some echo of your passion that went into that. And let, and let's go back to the the stone example of uh, arrogant bastard. Yeah. People will say, "Well, you know, that's you know that's bullshit. It's uh, marketing, and you know, I hate that beer." And it's like uh, the reason that it does well is one. You pick that up, you go, wow, what a name, Arrogant Bastard. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You wouldn't think it would I'm be even arrogant l- bastard. Yeah. Yeah. legal. And then you read the description, and you're just like, oh, man, these guys sound like they're a lot of fun to hang out with. Yeah. This, this sounds like fun. This is this is a beer produced by folks that are out there. They're, they're edgy. I, you know, I like that. Okay. Uh-huh. I want to try it. You try it. And then you find it's a good beer, and then you drink more. If you don't like the beer, that's fine. Then then maybe you think it's mm-hmm. all marketing or whatever. But you know, a vast selection of the craft beer community really likes that and goes, "Yeah, that's yeah. a great beer, great story. I enjoy it." And and there you go. Yeah. Um, you know, so so sometimes it can be just that. You mm-hmm. know, your 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 message to your consumers yeah. that you're fun. 
yeah. or your message to your consumer is that you're ultra serious about great beer. Your yeah. message to your consumer is I, well, I think you know, a good, I think a good um, counterpoint, although in the same same light, Sierra Nevada. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you know, we were talking about how they have almost no advertising out there. You you mm-hmm. occasionally just see a very advertisement in a magazine or something, mm-hmm. but um, it's mainly word of mouth. Right. And they were known, you know. But again, we're talking about the marketing, right? Yeah. Or the branding. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. this was a this was a brand that started 10, 20 years ago, um, you know, known mm-hmm. to have a very solid pale ale. Right. Um, Sorry to aid you, but it was over 30. Okay. Yeah. yeah it seems like I, a I short don't, time I don't make for you me. feel like an old man, but. <laughs> hey, old man. 81, yeah. I think, is when it was. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you know, you know. And you, you walk into the grocery store, you see a new, you know, st- a new style from mm-hmm. Sierra Nevada. Mm-hmm. You know it's good. I mean, it's there's well made. Yeah, sure. it's, yeah. it's going to be it's going to be a very well made beer. There's mm-hmm. um, the quality is very high. Yeah, but you know and that's, how, that's how many, part of their brand. How many people know the stories of? And they started all this long time ago. The quality's high. The mm-hmm. uh, you know the Grateful Dead people touring around. <laughs> yeah. You know all those stories. That's marketing. Yeah, that's right. And it's you know it's not to, you know they're not taking ads out things like that, but there is marketing. Mm-hmm. It's you know being aware of your brand, being aware of what your brand means to the consumer, having an idea of what your vision is. I think right. you know. It may not be the traditional definition, but I think that that's, you know, the, the important, you know, that's the crux of what, yeah. you know, uh, Yeah, you've, you've got you've to have a brand. You've got to have right. a perception. An identity. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how you market that is up to you, but, you know, you've got to make sure that that message is consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, however, whether, whether you do it word of mouth like Sierra Nevada tends to do, or you do it by, you know, TV or radio advertising, mm-hmm. um, you know, whatever it's it, or social media. It's right. got to be. It's got to be something that's consistent, and you've got you've got to make a point of making your message consistent. Well, and I, I think consistent, but you can also tweak it over time. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you you need to you know you have an idea for it. You come up with it. You you start promoting that. And then if you need to, you know, tweak, tweak it, it a little bit yeah. over time, you know, our initial Heretic logo had uh, you know, horns and pointed teeth. And then we decided, nah, that's a little too, you know, devil, you know, yeah. Satanish, you know, and, yeah. and that's not what we're about. You know, we're, you know, we want to be a little more, yeah, we're edgy. We want to be, you know, a little more irreverent and a little more aggressive, but yeah, not ordinary. You know, yeah, it's not. It's not about uh, you know religion or anything like that. So uh, let's you know let's erase those horns and let's you know round off those teeth. And so you know the later logos, you know, they're, they're that way. And we're like, okay, now it's sending more of the message we want. I think it, it, maybe it was um, we had that idea, and then you know we we came rolled this out, and then we thought. And then the perception was um, a little more, you know, along those lines. We're like, okay, no, nah, that's not that's not the message we're trying to send. So we needed to correct it. I guess our message didn't change. It's just our our methods changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but you know, you can or, always do that. And and I think if it comes from you know the organically from within as to what you're passionate about, I think right. it it does well. Yeah, I agree with that. 
Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll uh, get into more of this. I, I'd like to, um, you know, cover some of the thoughts on how you engage with the consumer. I think that's a, a you know, uh, what are the methods of communication? How, you know, what what pays off? What what doesn't? And uh, you know, that's good point. Uh, and uh, we'll go from there. All right, back after this. Nico, listen, our lawyers said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months until the, the next meeting. Kids. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. <clears throat> hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment nine years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Hell or High Watermelon Wheat Beer and Brew Free or Die IPA throughout California and Alaska. And now, it's also available on draft at select accounts in the Bay Area. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in the can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. Hi, I'm Jamel Zanishef, and in addition to my work on the Brewing Network, I write the style profile column in every issue of Brew Your Own magazine. Hi, I'm Sean Paxton, and when I'm not prepping for the Home Brewed Chef on the Brewing Network, you can find me writing articles on how to cook with your home brew for Brew Your Own magazine. Greetings, cretins. This is John Palmer, and when I'm not writing for Brew Your Own, I'm reading it. John Palmer, Sean Paxton, Jamil Zanishev. If you love listening to them on the Brewing Network, you'll love reading their articles, tips, and recipes in the pages of Brew Your Own magazine. Join Jamil, John, and Sean eight times a year in Brew Your Own. And when you subscribe to BYO on the Brewing Network website, half of your subscription price goes right back to the BN to support great beer and food programming. So sign up for Brew Your Own magazine through the BN website today so you can listen and read. Read your way to better homebrew. When Michael Fairbrother started Moonlighting, he had no idea how quickly his dream was going to grow. Having homebrewed for 15 years, Michael decided to go pro, but not with beer. While attending his homebrew club meetings, he saw ladies knocking their men out of the way to try his mead. Moonlight Meadery is now two years old and can produce 200,000 bottles a year. It's the first New Hampshire winery to ever distribute to California and Australia. In fact, you can find Find Moonlight Meadery Meads in Connecticut, Massachusetts, Maine, Rhode Island, Vermont, and New Hampshire. And they ship direct to 17 states. They produce 56 different varieties of mead and are unlike anything you've ever seen on the market. Michael Fairbrother at Moonlight Meadery is a real success story that can make the BN Army proud. Visit Moonlight Meadery in Londonderry, New Hampshire or online at MoonlightMeadery.com. What does craft beer mean to you? Is it a delicious way to support your town's local brewer? Or perhaps it's the perfect beverage to pair with those delicious meals at your favorite restaurant and at home. Regardless of whether you're thinking of pints or pairings, pilsners or porters, craftbeer.com is the site where craft beer lovers come together to learn and share. Craftbeer.com is brought to you by the Brewers Association and celebrates the best of American craft beer and its brewers. Craftbeer.com is the best place to find craft beer events 
events, recipes, great feature stories, the most up-to-date brewery listings, and resources for your next beer tasting or dinner, like style guidelines, pairing mats, and charts. Get the inside scoop on new beer releases and special events from today's craft beer insiders and chime in to share your own knowledge, perfect pairings, road trips, recipes, and more. Craftbeer.com, celebrating the best of American beer. Are you a hophead? Beer lovers of all stripes will love Brewers Publications' latest release, IPA, Brewing Techniques, Recipes, and the Evolution of India Pale Ale by Mitch Steele. I wanted to write a book that presented an accurate review of the history of IPA and also provided current technical brewing tips and recipe information. India Pale Ale is a style I love because it has a rich, fascinating history, and today it provides brewers a showcase for all the great new hop varieties that are available. I'm so proud of this book, and I know you'll enjoy all the recipes and thoughts from so many of the world's great IPA brewers. IPA is available now from Brewers Publications at brewerspublications.com and your favorite homebrew store. Order your copy today and take your hot forward beers to the next level. American Homebrewers Association and Brewers Association members receive early notice and special discounts to most Brewers Publication releases. Visit brewerspublications.com to learn more and to find a schedule of author appearances. IPA by Mitch Steele. Get yours today. Seven short minutes of California State Route 101. There lies a secret oasis for all craft beer lovers. It's relax, grilling, and chilling, bro! Relax, grilling, and chilling in Hollister, California is a craft beer lover's dream come true. Not like a creepy JP dream. Like a normal craft beer lover's dream. 30 taps pouring your favorite craft beer. Visit Relax Grilling and Chilling on Facebook to see the most up-to-date beers and what's on the grill. And let us grill so you can chill. Angus burgers, filet mignon, and ribeye steaks, dogs and sandwiches, and more. Great food, great beer in a place where you can kick back and relax. Tuesdays are brewery nights. Come in to celebrate. And you're not limited to enjoying your favorite brew at the restaurant. Relax, grilling, and chilling has beer to go. Relax, grilling, and chilling. Let them grill so you can chill. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of our 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Our Williams Belgian Pale Extract is mashed with pure Belgian two-row malt and a small percentage of Belgian wheat malt for an authentic Belgian character you just can't get from other extracts. Or check out our unique fermenters, two-and-a-half-gallon kegs, paintball tank-based draft beer equipment, bottling aids, and much more. We even have our own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse our vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 3.30 p.m. Pacific time ship the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams way. Back to your hosts, Jamil Zanashef and John Palmer. Putting the testicles in technical. This is Brew Strong. So if we're saying we want to get technical on you. <laughs> our testicle on you. Yeah, we want to we want to put our technicals on you. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, we're we're teabagging you with technical information. <laughs> the show that teabags you with the technical. Eiffel Towering you to make you a better brewer. And I'll tell you, if you enjoy that sort of thing, the sponsor you want to go visit and appreciate is uh, adamandeve.com. Uh, they, King of the Segway. They've but. been, they've been a, a great uh, sponsor of ours. And, they, have, uh, yes. they, they have a, an incredible selection, like over 18,000 items. It's uh, adult products. Uh, you know, of, of a huge variety from, you know, clothing to dildos yeah. and stuff. And uh, if you use the offer code Jamel, J-A-M-I-L, they're going to sell you, uh, you choose one item, it's going to be 50% off. That's almost any item, uh, 50% off. You're going to get a free uh, extra sensual gift, so sensual I can't mention on internet radio. I can't quite figure that out, but they're going to give you a, a, an extra gift. I think it's so they can change the gift up you know <laughs> they don't have one specific gift they'll yeah. change it up as as they uh yeah. as they as dispenser this month and next month well you right. can't get it's a viagra dispenser i think is what it is uh, you can't get stale in the market like that you know? right right if your products are exciting your gifts have to be and then um yeah and and, and, and so they do something fun there you're gonna get free shipping and you get three free dvds that you're choosing you get to choose from a variety of categories they're not just going to give you the uh you know the goat on goat uh you know uh, uh, incest, go, go, go. <laughs> hidden incest. camera stuff. I've been bad. Bad llama. They would. Uh, they would give you. Yeah, have you ever watched the sheep thing from? Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Huh? What? What? You should clarify this. Oh, there's a sheep video. I've shown it to almost everybody I know. Well, you don't know me very well. Okay. Apparently. Shearing one. The sheep shearing from uh, uh, Seth. Guy. Seth. Uh, what's his name? McFarland? Seth McFarland? No, yeah. I don't know. Sheep shearing. Look it up. Sheep shearing video. Seth McFarland. I, okay. Okay. Is it, is it going to be funny? It's absolutely it's, hilarious. All right. Because usually that guy's not very funny. Oh, I think this is one of the greatest pieces of comedy I've ever seen. All right. Anyways, uh, so you can get the three DVDs that you're choosing. It can include sheep shearing if you want. Uh, categories like anal, Asian, MILF, point of view, chunky, co-ed. Uh, Rock candy. You know, Rock candy, uh, you know, uh, paraplegic, whatever you got, uh, they got it all. Uh, you know, so it's a, a great, great deal. Again, a good sponsor, and and they've, uh, you know, they're a decent corporate, uh, you know, citizen, yeah, and, and, and all that other stuff. They're so, green. They're yeah. So uh, you know, uh, one of the reasons why uh, we're we're proud to have them as a sponsor, and again. Uh, 50% off, free shipping, well, a bunch of free stuff. Just use that offer code J-A-M-I-L at uh, adamandeve.com. They also got a mobile site, m.adamandeve.com. Check it out. All right, so we're talking about... Uh, huh? It's not S&M. S&M. <laughs> adamandeve.com. Yeah. Uh, so we're talking about um, uh, marketing uh, to your consumers. And, uh, you know, the... the, the Easiest way is through social media and communicating, you know, speaking, you know, with your consumer, engaging them. Um, you know, we, I have a, a thing. Whenever we make a mistake, I want to post it on Facebook. <laughs> you know, anytime we screw something up, I want people to see. Anytime we screw something up, I want to, to, to tell people. Everybody's posting when they have some success or some awards or whatever. I want you to see when we screw things up that, you know, uh, 
this is the way that you know craft beer is made the, you know mistakes happen the, the the i think the the value is you know when you make that mistake what do you do with it you mm-hmm. dump it down the drain or you you know you recover from you know whatever it might be or you know is it you know it's hushed and it's blended in hell no you know that that's you know, right, that's not right. the way to go. I want people to see that when we make a mistake, and you know everybody makes mistakes, right? What do we do? We dump it down the drain. What do we do? You know, we overcome this or overcome that. You know, it's 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 just a normal way of you know. And nobody thinks that anybody you know. There's there's nothing that's flawless out there, and and how you deal with that, and how honest you are about that, I think is an important thing. It's one of our our again, like I'm talking, it's 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 our. Uh, you know, kind of our key passion is, you know, just being honest with the consumer and telling them what's going on, what we do, why we do it, what we're looking for, what we're trying to do, and and when we make mistakes and when we do do things right, uh, and when we're happy about something and when we're sad about something. I just want to, you know, full kimono, just be open to the consumer. Now, JP, <laughs> you do a lot of social media stuff for the Brewing Network, and it's one of your passions. What's the way that you're, you know, what's our best way of communicating that? Like I said, I want to be open kimono and I want to, you know, tell them, you know, what's going on. How do I engage that consumer? What's the best outlets? What's, you know, cheapest? What's easiest? What do you have to, what's the minimum requirement in order to really do that properly? Uh, well, you know, uh, Facebook obviously is huge. No one has to tell you that. And then uh, Twitter as well. Um mm-hmm. The interesting part about Twitter and Facebook is you interact with your fans differently on each. The the people what but what burns me about social media and where I I look uh, like you said I do a lot of social media for uh, for the Brewing Network so I'm on the beer side a lot more than I care to be sometimes and um, a lot of these companies all these breweries will post uh, you know uh, the auto message of I just posted new pictures on Facebook on their twitter profile it's like mm-hmm. great that does not engage me at all i don't give i, I don't care yeah. mm-hmm. i don't care enough to go and click on that link or when they you can link your facebook and your twitter so your next tweet will be half of your profile half of your status, status update, update on, on uh, facebook right. and then the rest is a link to your facebook page mm-hmm. well if uh-huh. i wanted to know that i would just be a fan of your facebook page uh-huh. i wanted i want to be engaged on twitter be- mm-hmm. anyway so you have to know your platform, how to engage people. On the BN, I'll post something, make it lengthy, mm-hmm. you know, over 150, 160 characters. Put a link, put a photo. Uh, that's what people look for. On Twitter, they don't necessarily look for that. You you only have you have a cap of 140, so you have to be much more creative on Twitter, which is kind of why I like it a little bit more than Facebook, to be honest with you. But mm-hmm. um, that's what you have to do. What, what kind yeah. of message are you usually are you usually talking about on you know, to engage uh the, the customer i mean it's usually i mean w- you know with us it's usually shows when the mm-hmm. shows are going to be on what mm-hmm. who the guest is going to be for that week uh the new merch that's been in stock but also beer news uh, i posted mm-hmm. a, a decent amount of beer news um and, and fun stuff that goes on like the the big giant mural of the hop grenade in there that scott sure. uh painted posted that i forget what kind of you know funny thing i but I, I try to i try to be engaging at least get a laugh out of somebody sure you know and just try to be because we're fun loving we're an easygoing company 
that's our that's our profile. Again, it's, it's important to have an idea of what your personality is. What's your what voice? Your, what your yeah. what your brand is? What you know? What you're about? Yeah, right? and, and we're we're the brewing network. There's no you know. There's no doubt. We're not trying to be something we're not. Right. Uh, we're you not communicate making, that to people with yeah. every post with every. And it, you, you know, try something, something it, could be serious. Something could be funny. Yeah, well, it's, it be it's irreverent. It's it never depends. like super serious. It, it mm-hmm. might not be tongue in cheek or funny. Right. But I wouldn't necessarily say serious either. Like, we don't make dick jokes. Mm-hmm. I don't make dick jokes online, mm-hmm. like on Facebook or whatever. Hey, check out my big wiener, you know, and I'm eating a hot dog or something like that. Although that's funny. Let me write that down. Um, you, you know your voice. You know mm-hmm. your target audience. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would just engage them. It, it's, it's, um, it takes a little more skill than just typing out a message. Um, but you want to convey information and couch it in some sort of entertaining value because that that's what people are on Facebook for they're willing they they are on for fun mm-hmm. and they're on to get information right yeah you know, right uh, one thing I, I found real fascinating uh, the, uh about Twitter and uh so the uh NFL football there was the game between Green Bay and Seattle and there was a call at the end of the game where it, the, the the call was wrong and it, and caused all you know the Green Bay to lose, and everybody was in an uproar, and Twitter went, you know, mm-hmm. nuts with everybody posting about uh, that sort of thing. And um, what I found interesting was somebody was commenting later on how Mark Cuban, uh, owner of the Dallas Mavericks, he commented on that saying, "Gosh, you know, I, I something. I, I don't. This is paraphrasing. Can't really remember exactly what was, what was said, but you know, something about how." Um, uh, you know, I can't imagine, you know, what state of mind I'd be in if, you know, that kind of call, you know, affected the Dallas Mavericks, you know, in a game, you know, and and, and they lost a game. <laughs> the, the great thing was I read a commentary about that post or about that Twitter comment um, where they're saying, you know, great way in 140 characters to completely own and turn the focus on yourself. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, Mark Cuban is, you know, in 140 characters is really, instead of talking about, you know, the NFL and the replacement refs, all of a sudden it's about him and the Mavericks and the NBA. <laughs> you know, he's leveraged <laughs> it's you know, something that's really very, yeah, very active and in everybody's mind and got them thinking about him Mark and Cuban and the Mavericks yeah. and the NBA. Yeah. yeah. He's a marketer. That's that's genius, you know. I I think, um, and I'd like to think that, you know, he's really just being honest and talking about what, you know, he's thinking. But, you know, and not, it wasn't a calculated move. It was Mm -hmm. really more what he was thinking about. But how effective that is. And, you know, the the very uh, cynical people out there are going to think, well, he's just doing that as marketing. But it, that is effective marketing. It's yeah. talking about, you know, how you think and about your product and, and how events that are happening, you know, affect what you do and, you know, your passion and how, you, how you're passionate about your product and what would happen, you know, either something actually did happen or how... You know, events in the world would reflect upon your product or and yeah. all that and your passion. So, I think that's a you know a great way to to leverage those uh, the social medias and 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 get that uh, you know connection to the consumer. You can be part of any conversation on social media, and mm-hmm. and that's important. And um, you know, I don't know the guy from anything, so 
I think, um, number one, that's probably what he's really thinking. Like, that would suck for me. Number two, he knows that if he joins the conversation, million or I don't know, hundreds of thousands of people, I imagine, follow him on Twitter, are going to see it. Mm-hmm. So why not plug the hell out of what I do at right. the same time as as sympathizing? Yeah, and 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 maybe he didn't mean it like that. Maybe he's yeah. just like selfish, or maybe he's just talking out loud. But the point right. is, how it came across right. is this is this is marketing. That's never a bad thing, right? Well, no, now to a certain I, extent, I, I, right? And there are a couple of breweries. That I believe are very overly marketed. And uh, it, yes. it drives me mm-hmm. nuts. I, I can't drink the products. There's some I don't know. They may be fantastic. Yeah. I won't drink them. I hate the fact that I get uh, a dozen emails from them every month touting this product or that oh. event or that you know it's just like you're driving me up the wall with their never go and, on twitter then and it's and it's excessively market speak yeah. it's excessively it's so fake and advertising we're rolling out to this marketing you know yeah it's, aver- it's advertising if it's, you say brand market and then roll out yeah you have a just, pr person I'm, I'm just you know i, I can't stand it tell uh, you, me what's really happening at the brewery you should see our twitter feed yeah like I the just, people I, oh, there's yeah. some people who post they'll post three times a day every day i can't mm-hmm. stand that crap no it, and i and it i, makes I, it I hard. imagine that a lot of craft beer lovers are the same way that they you know it's like look i just want i want to honestly know what you're doing what you're involved in what you're passionate about if nothing's happening don't say anything if 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 you know you've got you know something good going on tell me all about it if you need to post 10 you know 10 times in a minute that's fine if you know things are rapidly happening it's like oh my god we're doing this and you know uh, this happened and you know well here's a good example i got that's great a uh i think went out in both on twitter and facebook but you know a picture of a of a bag of citra hops that the you know this brewery had just received Mm -hmm. and talking about the beer that they're going to be brewing with them hey our our hops have arrived we're going to be brewing this this week yeah look for it in a couple of weeks We're you know, excited about it because, we, uh, you know, yeah. Citra is kind of limited and we, we got the sack. <laughs> Thank God we want to brew this beer. And, yeah, you know, sure. we're excited about how it's going to yeah. turn out. And that's that, part, that excellent, right? Um, you know, taste our, you know, uh, Citra hopped beer because, you know, Citra is the, you know. It's a new mango flavor. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Like, what? Right. Yeah. The it's downside, like, uh. or not the downside, but the thing you have to understand about Facebook and Twitter um, is that the flip side, it's all positive, but the statistics have, have there's numbers that have come out that I kind of keep up to date on. It's 40% of your followers on Twitter are, are dead accounts, mm-hmm. meaning people haven't logged in in over 30 days. Sure. Hmm. So maybe they check every month or every other month, but that's not. That would, they're not going to get your market, my Twitter right? Twitter account. Yeah, yes. and then on Facebook they say that your post really only reached sixteen percent of your followers. Right. So they, when, when you the have the thing I like about Facebook is when you set up a page, it'll it, it gives you the statistics of how many people viewed a, a given page but, and things. Yes, like that. but that's also because Facebook has now scaled back. Mm-hmm. They, they've they've choked down how much how many people your feed goes out to mm-hmm. so you know that we have almost twelve thousand people on facebook sometimes our our page will reach four thousand people mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's like well t- 
Facebook is choking that back because they want you to advertise. So it's it's mm. they're fight now that they're big oh, and they're super big mm-hmm. uh, and they're losing market share. Well, I don't know if they're yeah. losing market share, but people are dropping off. Well, they right, want right, a way to to e- to bring e- people if you and have, give them money. Even if you have twelve thousand people signed up as friends or likes or whatever, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean everybody viewed it. I think they've right. changed it to That's be, what I'm because saying. people were complaining that they were inflating the numbers. Mm-hmm. I think now they're giving more realistic numbers. It's like, well, here's the people who went to the page because you posted this, and they, you know, that that was displayed. You, you still don't know that the person actually looked at it and, and viewed it and thought about it and all that. Right. But I think it's a more realistic number now because you can have all these followers. That doesn't mean jack shit. It's, right. You know, it's how many people go to the information. And then a subset of that actually viewed it and enjoyed it and thought about it. For me, the way I look at it is ultimately numbers don't matter. The mm-hmm. people who like you, the people who follow you right. don't matter. That number does not matter. What matters is what matters is um, direct results into the web page, direct results into your store, or yeah. or how many people by demographic, by where they are, are buying your beer. If your sales are increasing right. and your market and, 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 and everything's you fine. You can't directly relate that from, from you social media but to... You, well, you have but, to have fuzzy think, math in this day and age of digital media. <laughs> I think... For no, exa- I, th- no, I think, I think it is valuable... Let me give you an example. To have some, I think it is valuable from a, from a brewery point of view. Yeah. I think it's valuable to have people... That view the content. I think that number is important. Yeah. Or supposedly viewed the content. Right. Versus just friends. Uh, and then how many people actually responded to it and how many people reposted it somewhere else and how many people watched it there or looked at it there. I it's, think those numbers are, are valuable because... I would say they're valuable in that You want to get your brand uh, identity out there as much right. as possible the more people view it the better it of is of course and you can't translate that into to, to alcohol sales now there is an exception that, because you can't sell alcohol off of facebook right now there's an exception to that and you, there's companies who do retail or you know uh, through the web mm-hmm. and you can post when they're having sales because they're outside of california right if they're outside your state yeah. and they don't sell to your state you can go ahead and post it and then um you can see how the orders come through on that and see oh okay you know we post here the orders go up all right so you get some ideas i see what you're saying but and and my point is um y- 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 not to rely 100% on your numbers equal this from your social media. It's a part of your marketing. So if you put it under right. the umbrella of marketing right. and your sales are going up, yeah. um, that's the only thing that matters. That's the bottom line. You can have... Yeah. I'll give you two examples real fast, then we got to take a break. Ashton Kutcher. Mm-hmm. He had like these three mil- 30 million people follow him on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Some insane amount. For a long time, he was the dude, right? Mm-hmm. But his interactions were trash he was one of the worst because he never interacted with anybody and no one ever read what he was doing mm-hmm. most of his followers were are dead mm-hmm. so even though he has a lot of followers he's not reaching anybody mm-hmm. um there's a there's a large brewery who uh i was talking to the marketing team several years ago and they say they value every person on their email as five dollars that's how they account for their ad mm-hmm. their ad revenue or part of their marketing rather i'm sorry um, because they feel at some point in this person's life who signed up for our website or for our email list, they will buy they will buy one of our beers. Mm. And it's fuzzy. It's fuzzy math, but that's right. all you can do. Right. The way I look at it also is Disneyland. 
Yeah. They don't need marketing. Everyone, if you if you live in the world, you know well, what Disneyland do. is. But they don't really. I I think they if they if they dropped to... if they dropped their Facebook page and their Twitter account, okay. they they would be fine. I'm not saying they don't need marketing, they but they don't generate, need social network. Yeah, they generate a keep the lot. Uh, you know, I think a lot of um, immediate revenue for you know the special events and things like that i think they generate a lot of revenue using social media and email marketing and things like that to their to their yes collective some uh, but if you're not tied into it already mm-hmm. you know what i mean like they you know they it's have a different kind of consumer 30 million people that they reach it's a different kind of consumer it is a different kind of it's a different kind of business but it's also kind of the same cuz they don't do direct no, 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 sales no. through that i'm i'm saying it's a different kind of consumer that they have they do direct sales through that. It's a different kind of consumer that they have that that knows about Disneyland. It's right. going to go there anyways. Right. Then there's the consumer like you that signed up for the email right. and the princess program and all that stuff. Right? Well, I am a star member. And the the pass holder. Yeah. They know that they can contact those people and sell them uh, an experience and upgraded experiences like well, pay a hundred bucks and come to a special you know preview of Cars Land. Right. right? So they actually do derive direct revenue from yes, that. But that, that's that very kind of that's very recent. My, what I'm saying is their day to day feed, their general feed, right. doesn't do anything. It, it's well, it's sure. like this. If you wish you were here it, it, instead of at work, uh, well, and, and, and it, do, it does do it something does, in you're, that it you're gets people my, to think about the brand, right? And and say to themselves. But you're missing my point. I would I would love to be at Disneyland right now. Work sucks, of course. When can we schedule our next trip to Disneyland? Yeah, but I, for I, you, that's like every week. I, I sort of disagree with and, that. And and for a brewery, it's. When can I have my next my next heretic beer? But ah, oh, that was a really good beer. I, yeah, I really did love that. But Jamal, that's my point. I could use a beer. That's right my now. that's my point. Uh-huh. Is that's what social networking sure. does? It's right. it 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 doesn't matter the the amount of people that follow you. It matters if your sales go up, and if your sales are consistent and they keep rising, mm-hmm. then you have social media under the umbrella of general marketing. Right. You you can't you can't tie specifics into Facebook or Twitter. It, it's almost unless you have a web store, then you can Google Analytics and track through that. It's, yeah, it's it, I, it, you I have to be general with that kind of stuff. I it's more of your brand message if, than if you, direct marketing. If you get enough data, and I think you know uh, events and things like that, you can you can drive people to events, things like that. Yes. I think I think there's there's some measurements you can do. I, some, I think you yes. can't you can't count on it. I think, like you're saying, it is fuzzy math, mm-hmm. but uh, I think you know the point being, um, it can be useful. You can drive some some revenue from it. Yes. It's difficult in alcohol to drive direct yes. sales from it. There's laws against promoting retailers. Well, and so. you don't have a you know people who don't have web stores. It's even harder. Right. If so, yeah, I agree. I, I mean, if we're both oh, we saying can, we can similar sell clothing things. and all that crap. Yeah, we can't sell beer. You should put more links up on your thing. All right, let's take a break. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm. I'm you should I do hate, it. I hate, I hate to... Your pint glasses in our much. store are selling pretty well. Yes. Of course they are. Take a break. All right. Uh, let's take a break. After this. Break. By popular vote from the Northwest Brewing News, HopTech has been voted the best homebrew shop in Northern California. Yeah! 
serving homebrewers for nearly 30 years in Dublin, California, HopTech carries more than 40 different kinds of hops and more than 60 different grains. Malt extract, spices and sugars, hop oils and extracts. Open every day except Wednesday or shop online anytime at HopTech.com or call 1-800-DRY-HOPS, 1-800-379-4677. With in-store classes almost every Saturday, huge selection and a dedicated commitment to their customers, HopTech is one of the longest running and passionate homebrew stores, period. And now, by popular vote, the best homebrew shop in Northern California. And don't forget their 15% military discount. HopTech. Visit today at HopTech.com. When Blickman Engineering set out to design a great brewing stand, they knew it had to be strong, adaptable, and last for a lifetime. The top-tier brewing stand is now proudly available at BlickmanEngineering.com. It grows with your brewing skills and equipment. Start with 5-gallon coolers on its heavy-gauge stainless steel shelves. Then move all the way up to 30-gallon pots on the high-output burner tiers. Speaking of burners, the custom Blickman Engineering top-tier burners are extremely powerful, efficient, and amazingly quiet. They have safety stops to center your pot and they'll last a lifetime and won't rust. The top-tier brewing stand allows virtually infinite combinations from traditional gravity systems to two tiers to completely horizontal. Configure your stand the way you want and have the freedom to change it at any time in the future. Your brewing stand should adapt with you, not force you to learn a new process. Visit BlickmanEngineering.com today to configure your top-tier brewing stand and to find a local Blickman retailer. You'll be surprised with all the flexible features and the competitive price. Start brewing with Blickman from the top tier. Hey, Jack, what you doing? <laughs> Playing Warcraft? No way. It's TBG time, buddy. TBG? Get with it. I'm playing that brewery game. What brewery game? No, that's the name of the site, thatbrewerygame.com. What? Yeah, check it out, man. If you've ever brewed beer in your dreams or wish you could mash in right from your desk at work, you can. Kind of. With That Brewery Game. You can brew up a great batch of beer from anywhere, virtually. Then you can sell it, because in that brewery game, it's legal to sell your beer to the public, create recipes, brew virtually, upgrade your equipment, upload labels, and test market your brand at thatbrewerygame.com. You still slinging pissed off birds into buildings from your phone? Forget that. Try making beer. Sweet. Register right now for your free account at thatbrewerygame.com. Brew. Drink. Play. ThatBreweryGame.com Alright, BN Army, it's trivia time. What's the only homebrew shop with over 1,000 recipe kits, $4.99 shipping on orders over 100 bucks, and is also home of the Wolf Shirt? The one and only answer is Austin Homebrew Supply. For over 20 years, they've specialized in creating recipes such as the best-selling Texas Blonde Ale, Apocalypso, Hot Bomb 2.0, and Double Chocolate Stout. And they just recently unveiled their small grain kits that produce one gallon of beer. Visit Austin Homebrew homebrew.com to browse their extensive catalog of equipment and ingredients. They also have many clone recipes of your favorite commercial beers. They're the exclusive retailer of Brew Vent Yeast Fuel as well, Yeast Nutrient, and the all-new Bodybuilder. Follow Austin Homebrew Supply on Google Plus to participate in video hangouts on popular brewing topics. So visit austinhomebrew.com today and make sure you sign up for their weekly email with news and specials. Austin Homebrew Supply, austinhomebrew.com. That's it. I've had it. I am never 
started putting hops in my beer again. What? Why? It's just too ridiculous. Insane prices, stupid contract, high shipping costs, crappy selection. Dude, you need Nico Brew. Nico Brew will rock your f***ing face right the f*** off your f***ing skull. $5 shipping to all 50 states, plus fantastic international rates get you low prices on Nico Brew's great selection of hops and more. Whether you're a home brewer, a pro brewer, or a homebrew shop owner, Nico Brew can get you the hops you need in increments big and small, single orders, spot buys, or full contracts. And there's only one place to join the uber-special Secret Elite Bare Bones Club where you'll get the best deals anywhere. Holy f***ing shit! NicoBrew.com N-I-K-O-B-R-E-W Nico Brew, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. into the city. It's in ruins. Only one man has the ancient knowledge to restore civilization. <sighs> I need a drink. Oh no, the liquor store's been ransacked. You looking for beer, stranger? <laughs> Boy, all the liquor got drunk up in the first 25 minutes of the apocalypse. Wait, there's still some bottles over... Oh, no. Those are non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> I reckon you better stick to arrowroot tea and a desperate nomadic existence like the rest of us. People, I'm a home brewer. I know how to make alcohol. <gasps> oh, 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 it can't be done. Come with me if you want the beer. Okay, I'm going to need some big plastic buckets. He is the chosen one. The prophecies say that he's going to get us wasted. Someone start heating water. And From the creators of Northern Brewer, the people who brought you $7.99 Brew Saver Shipping, massive selection, and superior customer service comes... A vial of White Labs yeast is the key to your best beer. When you open a vial of White Labs yeast, you're giving your beer its best chance for a perfect fermentation. In addition to their already incredible variety of yeasts, White Labs is proud to announce WLP 90, San Diego Super Yeast, now available year-round. WLP 90 is super clean, super fast fermenting, with low esters and has a neutral flavor and aroma profile. It's alcohol tolerant and highly flocculent. For more of the latest White Labs news, click over to whitelabs.com, where you can read reviews of yeast, learn in the lab section, and join the customer club. And if you should find yourself in San Diego, White Labs has a brand new training facility for craft brewers and home brewers alike. Whitelabs.com. Discover yeast, nutrients, enzymes, and more for commercial breweries, home brewers, and homebrew stores. White Labs. It's all in the vial. To the beer guys that make other beer guys look like wine guys. Brew strong. All right, we're back. We're uh, enjoying a, a lively conversation here on marketing <laughs> and social media. It's extended out into the break, even. And uh, 
Yeah, we had to cut ourselves off and come back to the radio. Yeah, if, if we didn't, uh, if we didn't have to actually pay bills and things like that, uh, we kind of kept rolling. But uh, one of the things I, you know, that JP pointed out to me, uh, you know, Heretic needs to, you know, do a, a little bit more of the. You know, we our, our posts are, are fewer and farther between because I wait for these you know, bigger events and things like that on Facebook. And he's like, you know, you, you can post some of the smaller stuff too. People are curious about that. They want to they want to know a little bit more about what's going on. I'm like, I don't want to post meaningless crap of, you know, what's going on. And John, you pointed out that, uh, yeah, it's not the meaningless crap, but, crap, but what are you concerned about today? What is, you know, mm-hmm. uh, d- that beer didn't attenuate as much as we wanted or, you know, yeah. and, and what was the result of that? And how did that work out? You know, we, we're concerned about things every day and, you know, how things are going or the event I went to and, you know, what I what I thought of that or, you know, all these things. And, you know, that stuff can be interesting. and, and things. Yeah. I don't want to overwhelm people with things I'm not passionate about. And that's my thing. I don't want to post anything that I don't really care about. You know, if I care about it, then, I'll, then it should be posted. If I don't care about it, then mm-hmm. why should anybody else? Yeah. And your well, point it, is... Yeah, if it's know, something that you're concerned about, something you're passionate about, mm-hmm. that allows the reader to get a better understanding of you. And a better understanding of your brand. Right, right, right. No, I, I, I agree. I, I think I need to do a little bit more of like, this is the thing I'm worrying about. <laughs> you know, yeah. This is the thing that I'm losing sleep over and getting a lot more gray hairs. Uh, you know, here's the problem. Uh, here's what I'm trying to solve. You know, this is why it's important to us. And yeah. uh, you know, uh, go from there. And hopefully, uh, you know, if as long as I think is is. I think the key thing is, as long as it's something you really care about and you're passionate about, you know, then, you know, people will be interested. Then people will find it worthwhile. If you're just posting crap to post marketing crap, then, you know, yeah. who's ever going to care? Nobody. You know, leave me alone. I, I hate that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Our well, last bullet point. Right, and we, we we got a last bullet point, and then we got uh, uh, some questions in the chat. Um, I think you know, and I, I keep repeating this to people: is remember, you're in the the business of selling beer. The business of actually making beer does not generate any revenue. It's only when you sell the beer that you generate revenue. Right, and that business of selling beer, it's it's a business of marketing beer. It's a business of you need to generate those sales. I know it sucks. It'd be great if you could just you know brew and a fairy came and picked up the beer and and disappeared with it. But you have to have some way of engaging that sales aspect and and communicating to people. And the way to sell something to somebody is to communicate with them about what you're doing and what you mean. And, and then mm-hmm. it's up to them whether they want to buy it or not. That's all right. I mean, right. you know. Give them a reason to care about it. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I tell people at these tasting events, I'm like, here, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, pour me that. I'm like, I'll pour you a little. Taste it. See what you think. Let me tell mm-hmm. you about it. If you like it, I'll pour you more. If you don't like it, I can dump it out for you too. That's mm-hmm. all right. You know, not everybody likes every beer. That's okay. Right. You know, I have no problem with people that like you know uh, Bud Miller Coors. I really don't. I've been to the Coors Banquet a lot lately. That's if, a good beer. If people mm-hmm. like it, then and that's their thing. 
and they feel that that's you know their best beer they should they should enjoy that don't worry about it you know uh, you don't have to drink my beer that's okay but there are people that are passionate about my beer that it, it resonates with them the, the, their their taste and their great beer is what i consider my great beer and that's what we're brewing mm-hmm. and you know that that that's all i care about and um you know kind of you know finding that balance of you know you're only yeah. gonna you know you have that that passionate crowd that's what you want and you mm-hmm. want to just communicate that passion i think yeah that's right all right questions from the chat yeah. spider wrangler is back we, some, we do oddly enough damn buddy where were you yeah missed um, you early on apparently uh, he was in the lab or some boring story so about he's in spiders the i don't know what it is um, he has a good question. He goes, uh, is social media something that brewers go out of their way to find someone that can represent the brand well online or hand it off to the, quote, pretty techie guy on staff? Which to me means, do you, you know, would you rather keep it in-house or outsource it? Mm-hmm. Well, I think, you know, if you get big enough, then it, it becomes difficult. And I think then, then you do. Um, I think it's difficult to do well. And I think yeah. most people can't do it well. I think, um, you know, then somebody who, you don't want somebody who's going to just completely own it and they're just going to do it their way and they're going to do some marketing nonsense. You want somebody that is just going to help you understand how to represent yourself and and communicate your passion Mm -hmm. uh, across. And I think that's difficult. And, you know, finding the right person to do that can be tricky. I think um, you know when you're small, you, you got to do it yourself. You got to you know if, if the passion every, has to come through. Exactly. I was just going to say that very thing. If everything you post on there doesn't communicate what you feel and, and isn't honest and true, if people are going to read that. They're going to see it. They're, they're mm-hmm. going to know that it's full of bullshit. Yeah. You know. But when you you know when you post something and it and it comes from the heart and it's what you really think, mm-hmm. uh, people people pick up on that that they're very perceptive yeah. they know when something's bullshit and when something's not and, and on the other hand i think you know i know some social media people and they're very good at what they do they they you know have made a point of understanding each of these mm-hmm. markets and each of these communication tools and they know how to sound genuine well <laughs> i think they're they're beer people you know yeah. they are beer people they know beer Mm-hmm. And they are good at social yeah. media. I mean, look at JP. I mean, you know, you get somebody like him with his knowledge of beer that knows the, how to use these tools. His freakishly he, large head. <laughs> somebody that, you know, in other words, somebody that can understand your passion. Right. And, tra- and is able to effectively communicate that right. to other people. Right. I don't know how effective I am, but uh, I, no, I appreciate it. And it is true. You need, you need someone... Uh, you know, in my mind, it, it's like, well, do you hire a PR firm to do it? Obviously, there's going to be more communication between the yeah. the brand owner and then the PR person, right. because they don't necessarily understand the market. Right. Although it's on that PR person to ref to research that market and right. figure out what's right. going on. So it's not entirely impossible, but it's a lot easier mm-hmm. if you choose somebody within that market that you're striving for whatever it is and i'd say this too you know i think especially when you're very first starting out it's better to do it yourself and be passionate yeah. about it and communicate that unless you're a douchebag because people also pick up <laughs> when you're a douche 
And then, uh, or just a dork. And then, uh, or well, dork is okay. Dork can be, you know, endearing. Can be endearing, yes. Yeah. Uh, exactly. The word or I'm if you're a pretty for. techie guy, right? But you know, if you're just an asshole, <laughs> and that comes through. Then I think you're definitely in need of, you know, somebody, uh, uh, you know, a, a social media expert to kind of mm-hmm. translate what you're doing from assholish to passion. To English. Yeah. And I yeah. think I think that's that can be very valuable to you. Uh, Good question, though. Uh, as always. Actually, along those lines, uh, Onomar is back and he says, uh, how does marketing and branding affect distribution? With regards to edgy logos or taglines, and I think that mm-hmm. can kind of you can also put in asshole douchebags, right? Because right. if you're not in line with everything, then you know if you're not marketing to the right people, then you're missing the mark, obviously. But right. so, how does branding uh, is affected in areas by your so-called edgy logo distribution? Yeah, I think he stated better than you did. He probably did, mm-hmm. right. but um, um, uh, you know, I think it so cuts both ways. About eight right. things. So, well, sorry. as far as distribution goes, they want to see a lot of times when you go to a distributor, you should have your branding before you go to any distributor. Yeah. Have your branding down. Have your marketing. Have you have your your company persona down. Have you know any taglines, things like that, like you know, innovating your your brew day. You know, have all that down. Um, you know, ours. One of our favorites is you know, don't drink. You know, be a heretic. Don't drink ordinary beer. Right. Um, you know, and and have a package together that represents you, and you can tell the story. And it, when you go into that distributor to you know have a meeting to ask them to carry your brand, you tell them your story. And if it's a story that they're excited about, and they're like, "Yeah, I could sell that. That's a good story." I want to try your beer. If you, if you if you go in, you get them excited about trying your beer, then they're like, yeah, oh, I, I can get somebody else excited about this. Right. That's what does it. So you need to have that package together. You need to have you know your 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 persona together. Uh, he actually wrote in to clarify. Uh, he says, I mean, do distributors shy away from possibly offensive logos? Uh, sure, sure. Yeah. If you had like a giant dong, you know, and somebody <laughs> you could get it approved, yeah. And, yeah, I, I would think so. Uh, you know, it was one of the concerns with the Heretic logo. <laughs> and, you know, the distributors do ask. They're like, so what does this mean? And it's like, well, you know, it's, it's somebody who's passionate about beer. It's like, uh, you know, and I tell them, I say, you know, 90 plus percent of people who drink beer they drink uh, you know the mass market lagers nothing wrong with that but that's you know that's the religion there the the heretic you know people who drink craft beer uh you know they're heretics they're out there they're right they're nuts right. you know because general population says well the best beer is you know the mass market lagers uh, and if you're drinking craft beer, then you're you're kind of out there. You're you're, you're an oddball. Yeah. You know, you're a heretic. You're you're going against the the conventional wisdom that says this is the best beer. So you know, once they hear that, they're like, okay, you know, that's a, that's a message I can get behind. It's not you hate religion or something. Right. <laughs> it's like no, no, no. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with that. It's like you know, beer is a religion for us, but you know, it, it's it's more about you know, you know, great passionate flavorful beer and you know uh you know edgy beers and out there beers and you know different beer and you know we just don't want to drink the beer that everybody else is drinking right and, you know the, the, that they can appreciate so i think if you're if you're 
edgy logo and all that. You know, somebody sticking it to a pig. Um, you know, uh, which is I'm sure is your, your label approval discard pile, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, you know, if you have a reason why. You know, it represents you and, and and the company, and and you know, it's like, well, it's nasty, dirty, and and uh, you know, our brewery is nasty, dirty. It'd be like, eh. but you know, if you have a reason why, yeah. you have a passion. I think it does well, and then people are like, okay, yeah, I can buy into that story. You know, uh, last question, question from Slider seventy nine. Which sounds like a category in Adam and Eve, but uh, so how uh, did Jay Z come up with the label for Heretic, and uh, how much money? Heretic, you bastard! <laughs> uh, I'm being a heretic by pronouncing it Heretic. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and how much money gets spent on labeling and design? Oh, interesting. Uh, I got very lucky. I think you could spend a fortune. You could spend thousands on getting logo and stuff like that. I. Um, uh, found a guy to do the initial art for eighty nine or ninety nine dollars. Uh, he lived in the Midwest, and it was like online logo development. And I looked at there's companies five thousand, a thousand, five hundred, and this guy was like eighty nine bucks or ninety nine bucks. I'm like, I'll try that guy, and if it doesn't work out, I'll just throw it away, and I'll just get one <laughs> of the more expensive companies. And he was fantastic. He gave us like you know all these hand drawn like twelve different looks based oh, wow. on the the input we gave him, and then he developed two of them for us. And you know it was just just really uh, special. And um, I thought he did a fantastic job. And from that, then I worked for a company called Adobe. And Never heard of. Them. So I, I you know I've always farted around with uh, that software, and. I actually, I think I asked Push to come up with, uh, you know, a, a label, and he came up with something, and I didn't quite like that, and so I came up with a, a version of that, and I just needed it done, so I did it late one night. I think it turned out really good, mm-hmm. and uh, I just have a my own sense of what I think looks good, and our labels work really well in the retail, and uh, I think that's very important for a brand, and uh, I'm real pleased with it. And it's a combination of people. And I think, you know, you want to surround yourself with creative, uh, you know, people that, you know, they're aware of the world <laughs> in which they're in. Yep. And that they have a passion for the things that they consume and that they see and they experience. And those people are your key. You know, the average schlub that just goes along and sucks down whatever but the the people who are passionate, you know, you know JP like you and Push and everybody in the Brewing Network, John, yep. you know, those are people who can, you know, you show them something and they can tell you it does work or doesn't work, or you can get ideas from them, and and you do that, and I think you can pull it together yourself. Uh, and so, um, with the original logo work, I was able to pull that together. So I do all the labels, um, and again, I you know. I can do all the detail work and make it look really good. I need the initial creative idea that helps, and that's uh, push. He'll do like an initial take on something, and then I'll be like, yeah, I like that, and then I'll mess with it and kind of do the final details, <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, it's good. Yeah. And we'll go. So that's how it's done. That's it. Good questions. Yeah, I'd awesome. love to do. Awesome show. I think. Yeah. Well, hopefully. And again, if you have questions about going pro, 
send them all in. Don't 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 worry about uh, filtering. Just send them to uh, Bruce, Bruce Strong at thebrewingnetwork.com or Jamal at thebrewingnetwork.com, and uh, just label with a show for the for the program, and we'll be sure to get those in uh, the Q and A segments that are coming up. Uh, not too, not too long in the future. We're going to do uh, some words of advice, and we'll do some Q and A, and then we'll do as many Q and A as it takes to answer every question you have. About, That's right. Uh, going there were a few uh, in the chat successful that we just couldn't get to. So okay. uh, to those people, I apologize. But yeah, do what you most said. Email them, and, and we will get to them. I, I guarantee it. We want you to be successful at opening your own brewery if if you can. Uh, check out our uh, great sponsors. BlickmanEngineering.com Blickman with two N's um, Those guys uh, deserve your support They've supported you And, and they're a good part of the community So uh, uh, you give them your love At least send a, a, a good email To uh, John Blickman Telling them how much you appreciate uh, their support uh, check out the uh, Brewing Network store, thebrewingnetwork.com slash store. We've got books. we got the new IPA book by Mitch Steele. Fantastic book. Nice, thick, chubby book full of great information. Get that book. Uh, devour it. It's going to be a, a great read. You're going to enjoy it. Uh, and, you know, the profits from that go to the Brewing Network, which is, uh, that's the way you support this show. Do that sort of thing. Uh, <laughs> check it out. Uh, store uh, the store has uh, shirts and glasswares, hats, new hats and stuff like that. Very cool. And uh, again, it all goes to support the Brewing Network. So uh, go spend some money today. Till then, Bruce Strong. Bruce Strong, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>